Fantasy Fam. Week two is officially in the books. A lot happening this week. Let's just yeah. get right into it. Injuries. Always, always happening. Every single year. Let's start off with Greg Olson on the Panthers. Very, very big impact. That is Cam Daddy's favorite target. How, how is this going to affect the team? Well, for me, it's a big one. Um, I did not draft him in any, thankfully. Um, but it's a huge one. Cam and Greg Olson have been on the same page for a very long time now. They've been very uh, compatible. Olson's success is directly correlated to Cam's success. So for this one, it's going to be it's going to be big. And for those who have uh, had unfortunate situation where they drafted Greg Olson, I would look to our later part of this segment where we'll talk about some uh, waiver wire pickups. But I think for this, it's huge for Cam because Cam is struggling at the moment. So my hope is that Kelvin Benjamin will will step up at this point. I hope so too. my, yeah, my hope is that he actually becomes the wide receiver that he's supposed to be. I'm really hoping that this means Christian McCaffrey out of Stanford just force feed him the ball. Pepper him with targets. Pepper him with targets. Oh, yeah. Pepper. Just keep throwing <laughs> him the ball. Hand him the ball. Uh, I'm really looking forward to his breakout game. I'm hoping it's this week. I'm really hoping it's this week. Is our is our boy from Wolverine World, Michigan, uh, Devin Funches, is he going to step up? Everyone's saying Funches of Funches. Is he the the guy? Uh, he played tight end at Michigan, but they also put him out as wide receiver. But now he's playing wide receiver in the NFL. Could he be the? Could he be another guy that steps up? Yeah, this Someone, one. Somebody has to. Yeah, this one for me is is it's the fact that Greg Olson has gotten 125 targets basically oh, as oh, an wow. average. As an average over the past three, three, four seasons, he's averaged about 125 targets. So that's 125 targets that's going to go in an opposite direction. And it's going to be Kelvin. It's going to be Chris McCaffrey. It could be Ed Dixon, a guy we'll talk about uh, in the waiver wire later. A little bit. So, yeah, so Cam, Cam's struggling already. So this is not a good sign for Cam owners as well. Moving on to uh, very upsetting. I really, really hope, and I hope oh. everybody else out there does not think this is – very serious. He's 50-50 as of now. Jordy Nelson. Say it ain't so. Oh, Jordy. Say uh. it ain't so. <laughs> and then Randall Cobb. Now, Randall Cobb Jordy. is also is is also another one that's that he they're saying he's going oh. to play this week, but he's the one that's obviously going to benefit. Hopefully, he's he already started looking solid even with Jordy on the field, which is awesome. Welcome back, Randall Cobb. But if Randall Cobb doesn't play, what Devonta Adams, Ge- Geronimo. Yeah, Geronimo is going to be a big uh, waiver wire guy that we'll talk about. But I think I think Devonta Adams is the big winner this week. I mean, if if Jordy can't go, which at fifty fifty at this point, they're saying McCarthy is kind of mum on it. They're not really getting into the details, and he's not telling you anything. But I think Devonta Adams takes a huge step up. He is a wide receiver one this week for me. Agreed. And yeah, I I think Randall Cobb, if he plays, is going to be pretty important. Um, but the Jordy Nelson. Uh, injury is big. Yeah, I agree. I watched um, a lot of that game in the second half. Allison definitely got more more opportunities. I think Devonta Adams becomes an immediate wide receiver one based on opportunity. And they're playing the Bengals too. The Bengals, they need to do something. So hopefully, it's a high scoring game. A lot of points right there. Um, my favorite, Ty Montgomery, may even get more opportunity. I love that they're just. Peppering him with the ball as well. Yeah, he, yeah, no. Very good fun to watch. The other day, very yeah, good. Ty's been great. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He runs so hard. 
Yeah, and he can do everything. Fantastic. And it's do everything. And it's interesting because he was a wide receiver, so he kind of looks like he's running like a wide receiver, but he's a running back. As long as he gets it done, who cares? Yeah, because he's no, he's like that, <laughs> like uh, that pocket knife, you know, switchblade. Yeah, do it all, run between the tackles, catch it out of the backfield. He got a lot of targets after uh, yes, those those two guys got hurt. So I'm uh, looking forward to more. Keep it up, Aaron. This injury is um, it's a very sad one because you look at the past two seasons, uh, Corey Coleman. So he broke his hand last year, week two, and he unfortunately did the same exact thing just this past week so week two is definitely not his friend um uh, just when he started to actually come into his own he started looking pretty good too and then this happens yeah he should uh maybe he should sit out week two next year (laughs) take a break so he can uh, make it to week three get some bigger gloves history history repeats itself yeah seriously He's not wearing them right. Something's yeah, got to be going sh- on there. It's a shame for a first-round talent like him, who has great speed, who has great ability to catch the ball and make plays. Um, he finally has a quarterback that he can work pretty well with in Deshaun Kaiser. So it's bad. I mean, for Cleveland, they really, they're not going to rush him back. He's probably done for the season. Um, they're not going to rush him back. They're not going to worry. They're kind of building towards the future, which I feel like they've been building towards the future since 1975. Um, <laughs> but it's not good, but... Rashard Higgins is huge. Uh, I love the pick. I mm-hmm. loved him at Colorado State. I'm sure people can't actually say that. Um, but he is their all-time leader in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He's a playmaker. He's got good size. And I think he steps in right away, especially if Kenny Britt is on the just, – just he should be out the door soon. Yeah, what's weird is that um, – no, I, I completely agree, too, on uh, Rashard Higgins. I think it's it's a great opportunity for him. Came off the practice squad, so he's obviously hungry. He's trying. Just off the practice something. squad. Kenny Britt, like, he doesn't even try. He doesn't even give an effort. I don't – like, he, he basically stole their money. I don't he stole get, Cleveland's money. I don't get I, it. What I don't understand here, I'm not going to, you know, digress too much here, but Terrell Pryor, they could have paid, I think, 10 mil for one year. He settled with Washington, and they decided to go outside of the organization – a non-Cleveland boy pick up Kenny Britt and give him an obscene amount of money, and now he's not even trying. Yep. That's just that's something that would happen at Cleveland, though. Unfortunately, yeah, they do have pretty pretty bad luck. But this is this is pretty evident with with Britt though. Britt has done this in the past. He has been a selfish player. Um, he was he was with the Rams, and he will be again. And he will be showing the door pretty soon. <laughs> Did their analytics miss this one though? Uh, sometimes, the like, the money, sometimes you the just can't ball analytics, that stuff. right? Yeah. The, the Browns miss a lot, so oh. just can't predict it. That is that is true. <laughs> to another interesting um, running back, uh, Rob Kelly, kind of slow in the first week, but this week he was averaging six point five yards per carry before he went down. Will Samaji P Ryan, God bless me. <laughs> S- is, will he will he step <laughs> up? Um, he P Ryan, yeah, I don't know. He can hold on to the ball, maybe I don't know. I fat Rob. Um, this isn't more of a waiver wire. The one this for me is most people, a lot of people have him. He's got to be in that 80 to 90% ownership range. Fat Rob is now the point is, do you start him? Uh, if he's going to get me that 70 yards, he always has that chance at that touchdown. So that's, that's 13 points right there. I mean, I'll, t- I'll take it. Um, but this P Ryan is the one that kind of, he had a good game. <laughs> He, he didn't look he didn't I mean, look awful after he came the, in. Yeah, almost eighty yards, something like that. Yeah, 
they have a two-headed monster. They have a two-headed monster that I think... I want to say monster. They're not monsters. But they have a two-headed backfield that could potentially both give you points somewhere in the midseason. Not yeah. right now. I don't, well, I don't trust... Ro- after Rob Kelly gets gets healthy. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't Rib trust. injury, right? Yeah. Saying, um, he, um, could, could be fractured ribs. It's got to be tough to is run. Is what they're saying. So who knows if he'll how long he'll be out for? I would imagine he won't play this week. No, um, yeah, they don't. I mean, there's nothing as of yet. It's also it's you know it's also a little early now. True, but, but that's that's uh, that sounds <coughs> that's where most of the tackling happens, right in the rib it's area. Chris, it's Chris Thompson, someone that you would look more Ooh. towards. Now, we actually we, struggled with this this past week, brother and I, and we uh, didn't st- we didn't start him, and he got us like 25 points on our bench, but thankfully we still won. But Chris Thompson, I, I think Jay Gruden even said it that they he, he's not a big guy, Chris Thompson, and he can't he can't handle twenty to twenty five ca- touches or carries, I should say. I think his touches increases a little bit, but chances are he may be off the waiver if you have a deep bench. He probably won't be there, but if he yeah, uh, I would definitely start him. I would start him going forward, and you probably should have started him this week anyway. In a PPR, he he's going to be a PPR monster going forward if Kelly doesn't play. Well, and this is what we were talking about, brother. I think why we struggled with it so much is because that he's he was touchdown dependent in the first game because he only had, I think, seven touches, one touchdown. In this game, he only had six touches. Yeah. He scored two touchdowns. Which is, which is very interesting, to say the least. So I, Chris Thompson is definitely the guy to have if you have him. Awesome. Samaji P. Ryan. He's, he's handed the reins. He is hand, yeah. He is handed the reins to be the starting running back right now. I, Chris, I wish him all the best. <laughs> Chris Thompson's the interesting one because his his was such high production on such little so little touches. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's sustainable. So I, I think it's great to see a two touchdown game from him and you know over a hundred yards, but I don't think it's something that could be sustainable. So I'd be a little bit cautious in starting him if you know if Kelly is injured and Smaji's you know struggling. They're gonna find the ball. They're gonna have to find someone to take the ball. Um, so I think Chris Thompson could be a start if that was the case. Yeah, and hopefully his touches increase. Um, I hope so. Slight system malfunction as well as my guard dog protecting protecting the block, of course. So <laughs> hey, you, you guys have all been there, you know. <laughs> quick to quick to the mute click right there. Hopefully, <laughs> if not, you know it's just real life happening before your eyes and ears. So Chris Thompson, I like him. Keep scoring TDs. <laughs> And another another chandelier, a quite a quite large chandelier in the NFL. Uh, Rob Gronkowski putting up monster numbers in the f- first half even of this game against the Saints' incredible defense. Saints stink. Oh my God, they're so bad. Now he did not come back at the end of the game. He was on the bike. Says he feels fine. I'm hoping that there's nothing to worry about. But then again, it's it's Gronk. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's really hurt and is out for the next few weeks. But yeah, no, I'm good. I will swing from I will swing from Gronk Chandelier here. Yeah. So <laughs> trust me, I'm gonna because he looked unbelievable. He looked he game. looked incredible. Um, it's nothing serious. From what I've read, every Roto um, article I've read, from every article I've read online, it's stating that you know Gronk says nothing. It's nothing serious. More precautionary measure that they just wanted to take. They were up um, a lot. So they weren't willing to put him out there if it was something that, you know, could potentially go wrong. You know, the Patriots, they're very, very hush-hush with their injuries. 
Yeah, and especially because that team is frail as hell this year. That, this you year, lose, yes. You lose Edelman, Amendola's injured, Gronk is, could potentially be injured. I mean, I'm good. You're gonna see, you're gonna see running backs. <laughs> you're gonna see Burkhardt and Deion Lewis out at wide receiver probably. Yeah, there's a chance. With, I mean, which, Chris Hogan yeah. is a must start at this point every week. Moving on to one that I kind of predicted. I, I really hate to say it. I, I never liked injuries or like to predict injuries, but I did say in one of our previous episodes that the Bears would have new top receivers come week three or four. Kevin White went down last week, sadly, and now Kendall Wright just got hurt. Um, Deontay Thompson. Deontay Thompson. So uh, what's oh, going on with this team? Jordan Howard's also oh, also a little banged up. Tariq Cohen, yeah, for everyone that picked him up and started him, he really didn't play that well. He played I mean, okay. He played Jordan okay. Jordan Howard got okay. zero. Yeah. So, Unless you're playing in a decimal point only league, you got .7, or for most of us out there, zero. I looked at my team after the fact, like, wait a second, there's a glitch? Is this a joke? Yeah, wait, he, well, I, got, I had to check the stats. So well. I couldn't believe it. Zero. Zach Miller? Terrible. Z- Zach Miller, is he going to step it up? He did get a bunch of targets the other day. Mike, Mike um, Lennon actually didn't look. He threw for over 300 yards. Here's a stat for you. Garbage. Um, Jordan Howard averaged two and a third feet per carry. Is I don't even know. Two I, and a third feet I per have, carry. I have no comment. Okay. That's that's good quick math. Thank you. That is not good. Like his, I am like not, his I feet, am no what if he has small what if he has small oh, feet? I am no mathematician, <laughs> but that is definitely not good. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, whose feet, Shaq or uh, there was three hundred feet that spans the football field and he managed to get two feet per. Oh lord. So oh, lord. what happened? So who knows going to step it up for the receiving core for Chicago? No Deont- one. Deontay Thompson, yeah. No, who knows? Zach Miller, if he's out there, probably pick him better, up because who else is he going to throw to? Better question is when is Trubisky going to start? Ooh, true, wait, true, actually. true. Week six is my prediction. Ooh, that's a good prediction. I'm going week five. Yeah, that's pretty good. They're both early. It's both incredibly early. Mike Lennon. Um, it's a shame too. Like he doesn't even have like a full, you know, arsenal at his fingertips. He doesn't look great, but he doesn't look terrible. He doesn't look terrible. Exactly. Right. He looks serviceable for sure. Yeah. He looks better Uh, than Blake. He looks better than Tyrod. He looks better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. But who, who who aren't going to lose their job. Yeah. Oh God. Andy Dalton. Right. Awful. I was watching this game. Another quick tidbit at a Chicago bears bar on Sunday. And I watched literally as the hope just, like got erased <laughs> to, from the room. To win and, like you could watch it. You could watch their sadness just pour in. Like, it went down yelling. Oh temper. man. Ugh. From like thrilled to melancholy within like seven minutes. It was, it was pretty brutal, but I mean, I was having a great time <laughs> <laughs> until the giants played on Monday. Yeah. Oh man. And then it was all talk awful. about depressing. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> we won't have much to discuss. So this injury kind of, not not necessarily took everyone by surprise, maybe a little bit, but I was shocked. Game time decision a little bit before Sam Bradford. Now, if he doesn't play, the Vikings are not that good of a team. Casey Keenum, sorry, you stink. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he can't even play, and he's on the pup right now. So if Bradford does not play, Thielen and Diggs definitely take a hit. Now Keenum, obviously they're going to be playing from behind, so they have to throw the ball. But if, if you don't have a good quarterback throwing the ball, how do you expect to catch anything? What are your what are your thoughts? Dalvin Cook, does he does he get more carries? 
Um, I think Dalvin Cook, if anything, gets more receptions. Kyle Rudolph gets more receptions. I think that this dings up Thielen and especially Diggs. I think Thielen might keep a little bit of his value, but I think that because of the rapport that Bradford and Diggs have together, I think that Diggs takes actually the biggest um, because especially like Case Keenum thrown. Case Keenum is a gunslinger. He really is, but he's not a good one. So that's the problem. <laughs> um, Sorry. I think Dalvin, yeah, I think Dalvin Cook in the receiving game could be more impactful. But we actually saw that when Keenum played, Dalvin Cook on the in running sucked. Well, like I don't know about like it was bad. It was hard to watch. He got like, the ball twelve times, and he actually averaged five point three yards per carry. But he only got the I, ball twelve times. Well, I know, I, but I, I just I don't think he looked as explosive as he did um, the week before. I, I think he looked okay, but because they were going to stack the box, they thought, hey, maybe we'll run the, you know, they're going to run it against us, even though they didn't really. Um, but I think Kyle Rudolph actually is the biggest benefactor if uh, if Case Keenum is quarterback. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph had a pretty solid game the other night. In this section, the most important thing of the week: waiver pickups. So to begin, let's start with somebody that we mentioned in our previous episode who is going to be the starting running back. And now, I mean, pretty much he, he is. It's it's his job to lose. Chris Carson, he got 20 carries for 93 yards against the 49ers. Uh, Eddie Lacy was a, I believe, a healthy scratch. Eddie Lacy is done. <laughs> he... He's terrible. He's just not. And then Thomas Rawls didn't get much action, so... Chris Carson, congrats for getting the starting running back position. But it's, yeah, nobody else on that team is going to beat you out. And I think Carson actually looks pretty damn good, he too. Does, yeah. Given the fact that he's running behind that miserable offensive line and he's averaging four, he averaged 4.7 yards per carry That's in that solid. game behind, behind an offensive line that is just awful to watch. Um, he's about the only bright spot, I think, on the Seattle Seahawks. There is not one other bright spot. Um, Russell looks terrible, and because Russell looks terrible, um, Paul Richardson looked okay. He had the touchdown late in the game, yeah. and Tyler Lockett looked okay um, with his you know six or seven, seven receptions. And Doug Baldwin has struggled, but there's no one else that really sticks out on this uh, this offense. So I think Carson going forward is definitely the they're going to be their number one back, who could be a running back two or flex option. Another running back that chances are he's probably off the waiver if you're in a good league, Buck Allen. Go get him. He's a must-add. Start him every week. Uh, yeah. He, he's just – he's going to get he, – he's going to get a lot of touches. Now he's going to get rushes. Aaron's West is down. Down, yeah. Uh, or potentially down. Potentially, to day. correct, correct. Um, he's going to get if – if, if Aaron's West is down, look for him – look for uh, Buck Allen to get maybe 15 to 17 carries. He'll get about four receptions, and he could get a touchdown here and there. They love using the running back in the receiving game, and they're going to have to run it a few times a game. I mean, there's no one else. <laughs> I mean, literally no one else. Alex Collins they signed, but I'm good. So Carson Palmer is not throwing to really anyone else. I don't know what his deal is this year. He's only throwing to, like, J.J. Nelson, who is a pretty big pickup. And in most leagues that I'm in, I, he's actually off the waiver already, which – Makes sense, but I don't think anybody knew he was going to have 120 yards and a touchdown in week two. That's that's insane. Five five catches in both games in the first two, seven and six targets, respectively. Week one, week two. But five catches, 120 in week two, and then what? I believe like 40-something in, in week one. Yeah, he had, 40, he had 43 in week one. Yeah. Um, he's going to be probably the biggest uh, pickup of the week this week. 
um, because Arizona is so depleted of of, uh, of players, they're going to have to give it to somebody besides Fitzgerald. So I think JJ will be a big pickup. But I also think that if you want to save a little bit of money, and if you have a fab budget, um, if you want to save a little bit of money, actually Jerron Brown might be a better pickup mm. because JJ might go for more money. I think Jerron could go for a little bit less, and he might be pretty important on that offense as well. CJ CJ two K potentially yeah another mm-hmm. another good pickup he, he's gonna be he's gonna be the number one back he he did not look awful yeah the other Kerwin, day Kerwin did <laughs> yeah and I bet a lot of people I saw one league that it was actually the league that I'm the commissioner in uh someone spent seventy five dollars I believe or seventy seven of their fab budget out of a hundred and fifty on him on yeah Kerwin. Yeah. Yeah, one of my FPC leagues, Kerwin went for, out of a thousand dollar budget. He went for like two hundred and twenty five, basically a quarter. They almost use a quarter of their of their fab budget on a guy who's not going to play. <laughs> when it was a a timeshare, you just don't know. Yeah, that's why I like to tell people not to panic as much as you want to pick up backups when someone gets hurt. Um, do not panic. Certain backups. Entire, yeah, do not spend your entire fab budget on someone you do not know their role yet. So, word to the wise. Good advice right there. Speaking of another backup, who we just mentioned earlier, uh, Samaji P. Ryan. Maybe pick him up. Don't start him yet. That's what I would do. If you have a a roster spot, I would pick him up. But wait. Wait to see what he does. Because he could maybe just break out because he's actually playing live games and it's not preseason. Yeah, he's a stash. He's a stash guy for now. Um, he did look okay. He averaged 3.2 yards per carry, which I, I am a big fan of yards per carry. I know some people are not, um, but I think yards per carry is a pretty big determining factor. And he looked okay. Um, if if Fat Rob is down, then yes, he might become an integral part. But for now, I think he's, if you're going to pick him up, stash him. A wait and see. Moving on, this just seems to be a theme, you know, for the running backs right now. Jalen Richard. Love it. I'm, I'm excited for this for this guy. He reminds me a little bit of uh, Chris Thompson in the sense where Ooh. he's done a lot with so, so, so few carries so far. And he looks electrifying out there. He does. He really I know you does. got Marshawn Beast Mode Lynch, but you have to save him mm-hmm. for the entire season, right? He came back so he can win a Super Bowl. He's from Oakland. You know, he's given back. So you're not going to give him... He's never going to get 25 carries in a game, I don't think. So you need to pepper in... I used it a different, uh, different meaning. A different, like that. A different, that didn't. I don't think that worked. A different yeah. context. You tried <laughs> into the lineup, right? He had six rushes, fifty-eight yards. He had a long touchdown, two catches for fifty-one yards, long play of thirty-nine. I mean, he he looks ridiculous out there. I know they were playing the Jets. No offense, guys. Um, and they genius. were, and they did have a lead, but I think he's going to get some opportunity. DeAndre Washington. Obviously, now it looks like he's falling behind Jalen a little bit, but he's still going to get an opportunity. I think you got to try and keep these mode fresh. So I'm a I'm a pick up, pick up and hold a little Jalen Richard action right here. I think it's a shot. I think it's I think it's solid. I would still start him actually, in in like a 14 if I had no other option as like a flex, maybe two flex position. I would I would definitely start him because like you said, if they're up, they're naturally they're not going to be playing the Jets every single week, but if they're up. Why give Marshawn the ball if you want to yeah. save him for the Super Bowl? Yeah, Marshawn didn't really see a ton of action. Uh, enough to um, enough to have an impact, though. Yeah, he. I mean, he got you 10, 11 points in the PPR. He scored. Um, yeah, he got line. Touchdown, to go. the touchdown put him over the top. The next few are going to be talking about some receivers. So Allen Robinson, down for the year. 
who steps up? Marquise Lee, Alan Hearns for Blake Bortles. Awful Blake Bortles to throw to. They both stepped up this week. Lee had seven catches on 12 targets for 76 yards, and Alan Hearns had six catches on seven targets for 82 and a touchdown. That's pretty solid. Yes, Lee got more targets, but Hearns actually, I mean, that's a better ratio. Six six for seven. Yes, he had the touchdown, but who who do you like here? Do you pick up both? Do you which one do you go for if if either are available? Honestly, I, I think it's more of like a, a dart throw with when it comes to this because you can never trust Blake Bortles. Um, right. If they're losing, they're gonna they're gonna be throwing, obviously, which is unfortunate for Fournette owners. Um, such as myself in one league, brother. Um, yeah. Gets to the goal line handed off, though. Um, I'm not too high on either one of these guys. I think they both had a good game. I don't. I, he doesn't really have anybody else to throw to, but it's going to be so tough to determine each week who's who's going to get the lion's share, I would say. I like Hearns a little bit more. Yeah. You you burn for Hearn? I do. I, I, feel, I feel the burn. You burn. yearn for Hearn? Burn for Hearn. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So, I mean, I think they're going to both be owned at about 90% clip at least because Allen Robinson's been gone since week one, since the end of week one. So I think that both of them are probably gone in most leagues. But if not, then you might want to scoop them up ASAP. Either either one, yeah, if you can get one yeah. of them. Rashard Higgins of the Cleveland Browns, fresh off the practice squad. 11 targets, 7 catches, 95 yards. Now, mind you... That was from both Deshaun Kaiser and Hogan. So whoever plays this week, because Deshaun Kaiser got a little banged up, so hopefully we'd like to see him back. This Higgins, this this guy's gonna get peppered with targets. You're damn right he is. <laughs> <laughs> so he is a must add. Would you say that he's actually at your top top of the list of receivers? Number one. Number one receiver to add this week? Number one. There's no one else. David Njoku might get his share. Seth Duvall might. But you need a receiver who's going to you know, stretch the field a little bit, um, who's going to get open, who's not a, a, a rookie tight end. Um, and there's no one else. I mean, who else are they going to throw to? Ricardo, uh, Ricardo Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, Ricardo Lewis was the other option they said could take a s- step forward. But we saw last week that they trust him. I mean, they're, they're willing to pepper him with targets. 11 targets? So. That's a lot. And then I've been I've been reading oh he may not you know he's on the starting depth chart but he may not get that much action that's that's bullcrap I'm sorry you don't throw to the guy eleven times and he get almost a hundred yards for him not to get action the the, the next few weeks I, I agree the one thing that I would I would like to add to that piece is Kenny Britt yes he's he's a bum for not trying uh, after getting paid all that money but I think because they paid him all that money they're obviously going to have a a conversation. He's going to get a second chance, and I think if he steps up and at least gives some sort of effort, he's going to take away some of those targets again. Um, still not somebody that I would necessarily target, but just something to keep in mind. Another receiver, never even thought we would be talking about a New York Jet right now. <laughs> Jermaine Curse, what a game. Who? Where did what this, team is he on? Where did this come from? J E T S. We stink. We stink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Who's the better team in New York now? <laughs> you, you mean hey. the Buffalo Bills, actually. The Jets, scored, the Jets have scored more points than the Giants have. Oh, oh. It's up for grabs. Who wants the first pick, man? You guys thought you were going to have an easy streak to that pick. I want it first. I want it. <laughs> battle, battle in Rutherford. Oh, so I, 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 I'm going to go out and get Curse. If I have some other receivers I don't like on my teams, this is very sad to say, but I'm going to go out and get Curse. 
The only thing I would tell <laughs> listeners is that be a little bit careful in how much you spend on him. I think he could be very impactful going forward for this team. But Austin Safarian Jenkins does come back this week. He has matured. He has proven to the Jets that he was worthy of that second-round pick when he got taken by the Bucks a few years back. And I think he could actually see an increased role um, for a team that doesn't use the tight end much. He might actually be pretty important going forward. I would just be cautious. Geronimo! <laughs> I just love saying that. I think it's great. He's pr- How many times do you think he's heard that in his life? Every, I'm sure a lot. Every time everybody sees him? <laughs> Most of his elementary school the, teachers, probably. Dog, totally. <laughs> All of his buddies. I'd probably just call him Mo. Whether Jordy's out or not, I, I still think he's a pickup. If Jordy, Jordy doesn't play, he's definitely a pickup. But if Jordy plays, do you, do you still pick him up and maybe stash him if you have if you have that like that bench spot? Absolutely. I think you have to pick him up. He's he's one of the top targets. I would I would say because just because Jordy's getting a little older, I think he he made it through last season, but we know that he's. He's been hurt. Randall Cobb's been hurt. They have such a prolific offense. Aaron Rodgers. Anybody that plays under Aaron Rodgers is gonna is gonna do well. At least they're gonna get the opportunity. The ball's gonna be placed in the best spot for them to catch it. So um, he really likes to throw the ball, Aaron. He does. He's so good at it too. You know. He really is. And he's got a new commercial with a dog. Which is you know, it's a very odd commercial. It or not. It's a, it's a great commercial. <laughs> and then here comes dogs. Clay Matthews. With his, dogs are the best, man. With his, know. With his, silky, with his silky hair. Oh, yeah. sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your car. <laughs> the dog growls at him. I love it. He's got a life after football. You know, WWE commercials. Clay Matthews yeah. is set. He's Clay good. Matthews would be awesome in the WWE. He just looks, yeah, but then, he looks like a WWE wrestler. But then you'd get a guy who actually could beat the crap out of people. True. <laughs> Instead of pretend like he does. True. He actually could. And he his does. Spear, his spear would be better than Edge's. <laughs> I can tell you that. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Bold. 2020. You, the Rock versus Clay Matthews. Yeah. Intercontinental belt. Sign me up. At <laughs> the, the Rock at age 50. WrestleMania. <laughs> MSG. <laughs> he's never going anywhere. He's he's the biggest superstar on the planet right now. So we don't really talk about too many tight ends. We did mention Greg Olson, uh, waiver pickup uh, this week at Dixon. But another interesting one is Ben Watson. Eight targets the other day, and he caught every single one of them for 91 yards. He's been in the league for 14 years, but the first year he really didn't play. And he's played all uh, he's played 11 seasons, where at least 14, I believe 13, 14 games every single season. Is he back to form? Is Joe Flacco has he found himself a, another like a favorite target? I'm a I'm a yes just based on the fact that Ben Watson had a great success with Drew, Drew Brees in New Orleans a few years back. And if you remember, uh, the, the the tight end with the most receptions last year was Dennis Pitta. Yes. Dennis Pitta had 86 receptions last year. And while they weren't for a ton of yards, he only had 729 yards. Um, Joe Flacco has notoriously gone to the tight end when he has one that's healthy. Unfortunately, they never have a healthy tight end. Not for so a while. I think Ben Watson is is not only a waiver wire must pick up, but he's also a must start this week. Ooh. Benjamin Watson. I completely agree. It was 2015. This is all from memory. Yeah, yeah. Of course. 2015. He had 74 receptions on 109 targets for 800 and, wait, let me see if I remember correctly, 825 yards with six TDs. You have we talked about this too, Baltimore. Who are, who are they going to throw to, right? Guys are dropping like flies. You're picking up Buck Allen. You're picking up ben, Benjamin Watson. You're starting Ben Watson. I'm going to get him as soon as this is over in every one of my leagues. I got Tyler Eifert. 
he might be hurt again. It's unfortunate. I'm pissed at myself for picking him. To end our waiver pickups with a with a quarterback in Denver, Trevor Simeon. I, I've heard in some leagues he's the number he's the number one quarterback right now, number one fantasy quarterback. But in most leagues that I see, he is he's definitely top five. I think he's third or mm-hmm. second in some. That really? Who who would have thought that? Trevor Simeon. Carson Wentz, Alex Smith, and Trevor Simeon yeah. in most leagues are in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you wait for a quarterback, right, Cuz? Well, unfortunately, if you, you don't wait, wait for, for those Dalton, guys, then <laughs> I waited for Andy Dalton, and that one panned out well. So um, you're picking yeah, up. No, you're picking up one of these guys, then. Trevor Simeon, for me, is in every single league I have put a waiver wire claim in for him. Every oh. single league. Um, Trevor Simeon is a must add. He's the number one waiver wire add this week, uh, especially if you have somebody like Cam Daddy, um, if you have somebody like Russell Wilson, Andy Dalton. Uh, if you have any of these quarterbacks that are struggling, yes, if you have Matt Stafford, you know, you're in fine shape right now. Um, but if you have a necessity at quarterback, Trevor Simeon, Carson Wentz, the number one and two pickups for me this week, if you do, if they are not owned in your leagues. How much did you, uh, I mean, or how much would you, you know, hypothetically put a place a bid on him for? In a $1,000 bid, uh, Fab Leagues, I put over $125 on him. Um, and in a say $150, $200 league, I would probably put $25 to $30 on him. Oh, wow. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Thank you. So, just an FYI, I do not need him in our league of record. So, um, oh. I will not be putting in an I Big Ben who's performing exponentially well. So, thank you anyway. Now, you, now you don't think this is just a. a this is no. too good to be true for Trevor Simeon? The no. Cowboys' secondary no. is not good at all. Everyone's healthy. Everyone is healthy. Sanders is healthy. You have uh, Demarius healthy. You have C.J. Anderson healthy. You have an offense that's working and flowing, and it's I don't I don't see it stopping for any reason. Hey, Virgil Green so. even got some action. Your biggest thing about the why he's his success is so great this year is their offensive line. An offensive line that when going into the season was ranked as a bottom ten offensive line has been incredible. So well said. That's why it see. all starts. That's why you got a draft, guys. Yep. Well, that was our week two injuries and waiver pickups. Just want to thank you for listening. And this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Mm -hmm.